Back in the mid to early 90s, I picked up this book at a local bookstore just because I thought it looked interesting. It was a fantasy novel. I was really into fantasy novels at the time and was looking for something new. And like I said, I thought the cover looked interesting. It was called Eye of the World by Robert Jordan. I took it home. I read it. Little did I know as I started to open up this book for the first time and start to read that I would be expected to read 13 more books eventually over the course of the next 25 or so years in order to get the entire story. And I have yet to achieve that. We'll, we'll get into that later. But I was also unaware that 25 years or so later, I would be sitting in restless anticipation, waiting on pins and needles for the inevitable TV show to stream on Amazon Prime. Hello and welcome to The Streaming Fool, the podcast that gets a little bit more excited than maybe it probably ought to. I'm your host, my name is Steven, and hey, I was supposed to do an episode about only murders in the building today for y'all this Thursday, covering episode number four of the show, but I watched the new trailer for season one of The Wheel of Time that's coming up on Amazon Prime. Now, I knew that I would be doing episodes about the show once it started airing on Prime. Little did I know that the trailer would excite me so much that I would have no other choice but to sit down. Instead of eating my lunch, sit down and talk about it. So, as I stated there in the intro, this is based off of a series of books by an author by the name of Robert Jordan. This book series just changed the way fantasy novels were written to a, to a certain extent. I mean, this guy took your basic farm boy destined to save the world fantasy trope and kind of twisted it a bit. He, he took something that at the time, most authors were wrapping up in maybe three books, and he just, he took 14 books to tell the story. So many books, in fact, that he actually passed away before the series ended. I believe there were still two more books to go when he passed away, but he had created such an extensive outline that it really wasn't that big of a problem to hand the project over to another trusted author, in this case, Brandon Sanderson, to finish it out and have it still retain that same voice. Now, saying that, I have yet to finish the series. I believe I have one book left. I feel like I read the first Brandon Sanderson book, and then I may have one or two books left. I'm not quite sure, but I'm I'm listening to them now, uh, the audio books. I am about, I don't know, a third of the way into the second book which of course means I finished the first book, the first book, which is called The Eye of the World. I will have an upcoming episode of Just Another Fanboy in which I talk about that first book. So if you're interested in the books and you're interested in the show, the TV show that's coming up on Amazon Prime, you may bounce around a bit between this podcast and one of the other podcasts I do, Just Another Fanboy, because I'll be talking about the books as I finish them. Over there. So I watched this trailer today. I, I I knew it was coming. I mean, this this show is the the fan base for these books are 
it's just a huge fan base and they have a big online presence. And so the hype just for this trailer for the last couple of days has been all over Twitter. There are a number of various websites and groups that just love these books so much. They did a watch party for the trailer that had uh, a live stream reaction uh, that went along with it and had like a pregame live stream event. It started like a half hour or so before the trailer was going to go up today. I didn't watch any of that. I did watch the trailer. I watched a breakdown of the trailer from, uh, what did he say his name was? How did he say his name? Rafe Judkins, I think was his name. Let me check. Let me look. I don't want to get that wrong. I was, of course, correct. It's Rafe Judkins. Anyway, he did a breakdown of the trailer. It was it was pretty interesting. He he pointed out a few things in the trailer and gave uh, some additional information without trying to spoil things. So I'm not going to sit here and go through exactly what's in the trailer frame by frame or anything like that. But for those of you who know the book, who are fans of the book, there were some neat things that they show in the trailer. We get to see Moraine uh, taking her oath as in Aes Sedai, you know, holding the oath rod, which is really interesting because, you know, it's it's like whenever they make a, a TV show or a movie based on a book, you can't always expect it to follow the story exactly. You know, they're adapting it. They are taking a story that works in one medium and having to rework it so that it works in a different medium, but still tells the same basic story, right? That still gives you the same ideas that, uh, that, uh, gives you the same information, but tells it in a different way. And I had read a couple of weeks ago, somebody had asked what, you know, is will season one of this show cover book one? And the answer was yes, it it will. uh, It'll have book one and some elements from book two and some elements from book three in it. And just based on the trailer, there's going to be so much in this first season that is not in that first book, uh, for example, Moraine uh, taking her oath as an Aes Sedai with the oath rod. We don't we don't get a lot of information in that first book about the Aes Sedai. Really, not really. I mean, not you know when you when you have a story that's being told that's being spread across fourteen different books. He's still world building as each book comes out, you get a little bit of the world in the first book, and then you go a little bit deeper in the second book and a little bit deeper in the third book. And as I sit here and think about how that first book unfolded, if they tried to do that, just the book, just what was in that first book as a first season, I mean, I guess it would be okay, but it wouldn't be as, I don't think it would capture the attention of your basic audience, you know, TV, television, viewing audience. So there's a lot of stuff that they're going ahead and, and and giving you information about right away in this in this first season. For example, Logain. If you've read the books, you know that um I, I could I could do episodes and episodes and episodes just about how this world works. But but to try to do it really quickly, really basically, this world ha- is does contain magic. It's called the one source or the one power. And Many, many centuries, thousands of years ago or whatever, the one power could be accessed by both male and female, men and women. And they, they, were, they, were, they were male and female, Aes Sedai, they worked together, but they each accessed a different half of this 
true source. The male accessed, uh, I think I always get this wrong, but it's their Sidene and Sidar and the females accessed one and the men accessed another. And the, but then this, this war erupted. There's a, you know, the main bad guy, the, the dark one, Baal Zaman, Shaitan. He's got a lot of different names and he creates a corruption in the male half of the true source, which causes any man who tries to use the power to go insane and uh, eventually end up hurting the people around them. And so as the book opens up in the present, there are no more male Aes Sedai. And if any man is found who can touch and wield the one power, the, the Aes Sedai find him and they do something that is called, they, they call it gentling. They gentle him by cutting off his access to the one power. Well, at, 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 at this point in the present, when the as these these stories are being told, these books are being told, there's a guy we learn about him in book one, a guy named Logan who can wield the one power. He, uh, well, an, another little bit of tiny backstory. Back during this war, when the Dark One uh, caused this corruption within the male half of the True Source, the One Power, there was a guy who had stood up. To defeat the Dark One, and they his name was Luz Theron Telamon. He was the dragon. That's what they called him, the Dragon Reborn. And there, the after he, uh, they also called him Kinslayer because the corruption in the One Power caused him to go insane and, and kill many of his family members. But there has been this prophecy that the dragon would be reborn again, that the Dark One would escape his prison, and the dragon would be reborn uh, to fight in the last battle against the the dark one well Logan is a guy who can wield the one power and he is standing up and proclaiming himself as the dragon he is uh mentioned in the first book uh he's mentioned in the second book like i said i'm about a third of the way into the second book i have read probably the first six books at least five times over the last 25 26 27 years but the memory never really sticks with me so I know that he is mentioned in the second book and he's even shown, but I don't think he's in the second book much at all. But it's just based on the trailer, he seems to be he seems to have a big presence in this first season. And I I think Rafe Judkins even acknowledged that Logan was going to have a, a a big presence in this first season. So I find that very interesting. It makes a lot of sense to me because they have to. um you know, in the books, they they explain to you, they tell you, you know, the about the the male half of the true source and 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 blah 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 and and why it's bad and everything and and all that. And in a TV show, you know, they're going to show you, they're going to give you a character that will show you right off the bat where the problem is, and and you have to know that it's a big part of the story. I'm not going to give anything away, but in essence, this story is about uh, this Isodai named Moraine, who is played by. Rosamund Pike. She comes to basically an out of the way back home country village uh, called Edmonds Field in a country or a, or a part of the country they refer to as the Two Rivers. She is accompanied by her warder, Lan Mandragoran. He's played by uh, Daniel Henney. And there's this bond between Aes Sedai and their warders. The Aes Sedai is, of course, she she's the She's the magic user. That's something that they that they did in the this book that you didn't see a lot of. The the people 
the the magic users, the 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 individuals who really had some of the true power in this world were all women. And the Aes Sedai, um, you know, they there's a hierarchy and they they have uh, different ajas uh, that are categorized by color. Moraine, for example, is of the blue aja, and they each aja kind of has their own little thing about them. The blue aja. They tend to, they're like the activists. They, they go out into the world and they try to make things better. The green Aja are like the warriors. The yellow Aja are, are the healers. They, they, you know, they're the, the, the doctors. Um, red Aja, they hate men. Their sole purpose is to find men who can, uh, wield the one power and gentle them. Uh, the brown Aja, they're all about knowledge. They're the, they're the teachers basically. And, and that's, you know, that's, there's the white Aja. They're very, uh, logical. And anyway, it's, it's, it's really interesting. This whole hierarchy, there's a, uh, the, the leader of the, the Aes Sedai called the Amarlin seat. And, uh, anyway, we're going to see all of this in the first season. We don't, we know about it. We're told about a lot of this in the, the first book. We don't get to see a lot of it. It's, you know, a lot of the first book is just about Moraine and land. They come to this village in the two rivers they're looking for someone. They find these three boys, Rand, Perrin, and Matt. They're played by, uh, in the in the show, the, uh, Rand is played by a guy named Joshua Stradowski. Never heard of him. Perrin's played by a guy named Marcus Rutherford. Never heard of him. And Matt is played by a guy named Barney Harris. And we don't even have season one yet, and it's already been announced that his character has been recast for the second season, and nobody knows why. Anyway, there's something about these three boys, uh, and by boys, they're they're in their late teens. In the book, they're maybe they might be 16, 17 years old. I think in the show, they're more like 19, 20 years old. But there's something about them. The dark one wants one of them. Moraine isn't quite sure which one of them, which one of the three the dark one wants. Uh, during most of the first book. It doesn't even seem that the dark one himself knows which one he wants, but there's something about one of these three. Well, one of them is the dragon. That's all I'll say about that. The dragon reborn. We're, we're going to, it's very obvious based on the, the, uh, episode titles that are coming up in this first season that we're going to, we're going to get most of this in that first season. But one of them, I'm not going to tell you who one of them is the dragon, uh, reborn and the dark one is trying to find out which one it is so he can destroy them before they destroy him. And Moraine knows about this and shows she wants to protect them with them is one of the village girls named Egwene. She's played by Madeline Madden. Most of these people I, I don't know. Um, and then we have the wisdom of the village, which is also a woman. She's kind of like the, uh, the, the village healer, the village shaman, kind of. They call her uh, the wisdom, though, and she her name is Nynaeve, and she's played by Zoe Robbins. Again, somebody I, I don't know. Um, but really, the whole point of this first book is she comes, Moraine comes to the two rivers, she identifies these three boys, and then she takes them with her uh, because the Dark One's uh, minions uh, attack the village uh, to try to kill them. The, these, these minions are called Trollocs, uh, if you watch the trailer, you'll see that the Trollocs don't all look the same. In the book, they're described as, you know, they're just these massive dudes that uh, have been uh, mutated and they have like these the faces of goats or uh, 
uh, hawks or, or, uh, wolves or pigs or, you know, and, and, uh, you'll see them in, in the trailer. They look badass in the trailer. They look freaking great. And then the next level up when it comes to the dark ones, minions, the Trollocs are like the foot soldiers, but then the generals are these creatures called Murdral, and they are just these pale eyeless. They're almost like, uh, I guess you could say they're Robert Jordan's version of the ring wraiths from Lord of the Rings. Uh, anyway, I go into a lot of this in my episode on just another fanboy when we get to that in the next week or so, but the trailer, you, you, it's, it's weird because they did a teaser trailer and you get a really good shot of one of the mirror draw in, in the, the teaser trailer, but we, we barely see them in the, in the actual full trailer, but we see a crap ton of Trollocs and they look awesome. For those of you who know the books, there seems to be a scene that shows, uh, Aielman and Aiel women, uh, which do not show up in the first book at all. Maybe not even the second book. Again, I'm not as far into the second book as I probably should be at this point, but we do hear a lot of talk about the Aiel in the first book. There is a whole backstory about them, uh, coming over. They, they live out in the, in, in the, in this barren wasteland and, uh, they're basically just the ultimate warriors basically, you know, and they, they come over the wall, this wall the, you know, they come out of their, 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 their desert land and they attack this, this, the, they basically ravage the countryside as they're going to a particular city because they want to kill this king because the king basically offended them. They, uh, they, they cut down, they, they gave a, there's this tree, you know, it's funny as, as I talk about this, there's a lot of these little similarities to Lord of the Rings. There's this tree in, in the wheel of time. That's like the, uh, the tree that was there when the, when creation began and it's still there and it's, it it's, Wherever the Aiel live, that's where the tree is. And they took a sapling from the tree and they gave it to this king, uh, you know, 30 years or so ago as a, as an act of, uh, peace. You know, it's like, let's all get along. Here's this gift from us to you. Or maybe they gave it to the, to the king like generations ago and then, um, cut to the present 30 years from the pre- 30 years in the past from the present, the current king, he, uh, once the tree had grown, he cut it down and use the wood to build himself a throne, which uh, offended the Aiel and they, they attack. Well, they, there's a, a quick little scene. It's very obvious that it's the Aiel, but they're fighting in the snow. And Rafe Judkins kind of points it out and he says, I'm not going to tell you what's going on here, but I will tell you that like the books, Robert Jordan used to put in the books, these little, like these little bits throughout the chapters every once in a while that were not part of the main story. It was something that was either going on, something that happened in the past or something that's going on somewhere else in the world that ties into the story, but you don't know it ties in until maybe three or four books later. And he's basically like, this is kind of one of those. So I'm not going to tell you if it happens in the past or if it's happening in the present, or maybe it's something that we're seeing a, a flash forward into the future because we that happens in one of the books. But anyway, I could, good Lord, I could talk about this forever, but I'm just, I'm so super excited about this series. Um, the one thing we haven't seen yet, there's a, a guy by the name of, I don't even know how to pronounce this dude's name. I'm not, I'm not even going to try. I don't want to offend the dude by mispronouncing his name. Uh, but he's playing a character by the name of Loyal. Loyal is an Ogier. These are a race of creatures that they also refer to as tree brothers. And they are about 
good Lord, nine, 10 feet tall. Um, and I was really hoping we would see him in the trailer, but we didn't. And so that, that got me kind of disappointed. I guess we'll have to wait until the show starts before we meet Loyal. But it's really interesting. Uh, some of the stuff that I'm learning as I'm, I'm reading up about various things that they announce about the show. For example, there's a character that we meet in the first book, uh, Elaine Tracond, who is the, the princess of the country that the two rivers is in Andor, And, uh, we meet her in the first book, but it was announced recently, uh, who will be playing her in the second season. So it's like, there's obviously stuff from the first book that we're not going to see in the first season. And then there's stuff from the second and third book that we're going to see in the first season. I'm just super excited to see how they do this. I was most worried, of course, whenever you, uh, they, they do a show like this, there's always a bit of worry about how it's going to look. Is it going to look like what it looked like in your mind? And no, it doesn't not 100%, you know, but it looks good to me. Everything looks, you know, passable as far as I'm concerned. Nothing about this, the, the way that this world looks, nothing about it bothers me in any way. The Trollocs, like I said, look freaking awesome. The Murdral look pretty cool. Uh, I really want to see what Loyal looks like, though, because, you know, that's obviously somebody that they're going to have to do some kind of digital uh, work on. But the the showrunner, Rafe Judkins, did mention as he was talking about this trailer, how, you know, like the Trollocs, for example, obviously you can't, these are like, again, seven, eight foot, nine, nine foot tall creatures with the heads of freaking goats and wolves. And they're, 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 they're just freaking monstrous looking. And, and he, he wanted to try to use as much practical effects as they, as you, as they could, as they could get away with while mixing in some CGI elements. Um, but to try to, you know, transition it so you you couldn't tell where the one began and the one ended now saying that there is a quick moment in the trailer where we see a a trollic bursting through a door or something like that and my first thought was oh there's some cgi and it was the only moment throughout the trailer that i kind of went ooh, you know i was like oh i don't know i don't I, I, I don't that didn't look quite right to me but every other moment with the trollocs in the in the trailer looked freaking spot on and uh I'm just, I'm just so looking forward to this. When my wife and I recently watched Game of Thrones and, and I told her, I said, uh, the next Game of Thrones, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be the Wheel of Time. She doesn't like to watch stuff until it's completed so she can binge it. She doesn't like to, to do the weekly thing, but I, of course, will be watching it weekly. The only thing that I have to decide now at this point is, is uh, season one debuts on Amazon Prime on November 19th. So what they're going to do, though, is they're going to there's going to be eight episodes total in the first season. They've already announced that there will be a second season that's already been greenlit, as they say. And there will be eight episodes in the second season. And hopefully both of these seasons do well enough that they can complete the story. I don't know how many seasons they need to 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 use to tell a story that was told in 14 books. Uh, but we'll see. Hopefully it, it does well enough that they can keep moving forward with it. But season one premieres on November 19th, and they're going to release the first three episodes of season one on November 19th. And then the following five episodes will release weekly after that, which I think I know that the 19th of November is a Friday 
Yeah, it's a Friday. And then so every episode after that, so episode four will be on the 26th, which is a Friday. Episode five on the December 3rd. Episode six on December 10th. Uh, episode seven on December 17th. And then the last episode of the season will be on Christmas Eve, December 24th. So what I have to decide is, see, I, I've taken that Friday off. November 19th, I'm off of work. I got nothing going on that day. So first thing I'm doing after I get up is I'm I'm going to start watching this show. My only question at this point is how am I going to watch the show in regard to how am I going to talk about it here on The Streaming Fool? One option is to just uh, binge all three episodes and then do one episode of The Streaming Fool in which I talk about the three. Or do I watch the first episode and then sit down and record a Streaming Fool episode about it and go back and forth like that? I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel that day. So that week of Thanksgiving, because Hawkeye also comes out the the week of Thanksgiving on the, uh, I think it's the 24th, Wednesday, the 24th. And from what I understand, the first two episodes of Hawkeye are coming out on the 24th. So you could easily have uh, that week, starting Monday, the 22nd, you could have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday be uh, the first three episodes of The Wheel of Time. And then Thursday and Friday, the first two episodes of Hawkeye. So you can have there. It's it's highly possible that you will have five episodes of the streaming fool that week. I had originally planned to uh, debut the the streaming fool that week, but I was getting into only murders in the building too much. And I just decided to go ahead and get it started. So it's almost like right now, if you think about it like a business right now, we have a soft opening going on. And then the week of Thanksgiving, which I'm also off that entire week, we will have a grand opening for the show. It's going to be difficult, though, because, of course, on Thanksgiving, I'll be doing Thanksgiving things. So hopefully the plan will be if, if, if I can if I can do what I want to do, if nothing, if life doesn't get in my way, which often happens on Friday, I will watch you know, on Friday the 19th. I'll watch the three episodes that are up for the Wheel of Time. If I do separate episodes of The Streaming Fool for each one of those three episodes of The Wheel of Time, hopefully I can have all three watched and all three episodes recorded on Friday and and maybe even edited and ready to go. So by the end of the weekend, our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday episodes are ready to go. They're out there. They're scheduled. They're ready to drop when they're going to drop. Then on Wednesday, when I watch the first two episodes of Hawkeye, Maybe I can record both of those two episodes on Wednesday and have them ready to go for Thursday and Friday. We'll see. But my dog's over here and he's giving me that look. That means I need to go outside, Dad. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, I'm actually quite amazed the length of this episode based off of one, like two and a half, three minute long trailer. Uh, I'll tell you that I'll put the link to the trailer in the show notes. If you are in any way even tangentially interested in swords and sorcery type shows. If you enjoyed Game of Thrones, for example, if you watched The Witcher and you enjoyed it, I urge you to watch this trailer. If the show is anything like the books, this is going to be an epic, epic, epic show. I mean, the books just, I don't like to say they changed my life, but it's almost like I feel like I have to say that. The books changed my life. And I guess... If they changed my life in any way, it's more like they changed the way I look at how I read other books. Anyway, the dog's looking at me. He wants to go outside. So I'm going to wrap it up. 
Next week, we'll get back to Only Murders in the Building. Until then, my name is Steven. I'm the Streaming Fool. I'll see you then. I'm out. <laughs> that was dumb.